Hey, good morning to you. Listen, it's, it's about 8.40 on Monday morning, September 21st. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. How's your year going? How's your month going? Whew, man, I'm telling you, last night we left church. We were on our way home. We got a phone call. Oh, that news sends us all, sends us all the name. Well, you know how it is. You just know what's coming. And as soon as I saw the name on the screen there from on my cell phone, I said, this ain't going to be good. Well, for the sixth time in the month, we've lost someone we care deeply about, and family we care deeply about, going through a heartache. And so we, we went to go uh, see them. They didn't, didn't come home right away. But, man, I'm going to tell you, that's that's something. And I know your life's probably not that much different than ours. There are times where it just seems like faith and heartache hold your hands. You know, one hand, you got faith and you know it's going to be okay. If the Christians are going, they're on the better and all those things. And then heartache because you, you miss the person you care about and you hate to see people you love hurt and, and all the things that go on there and so anyway that's kind of way our month has been and like i say this is about the sixth one this at least the sixth one this month and whew, man <laughs> it's been something but you know you, you think about what happens what's going on and and you realize there are just times there are moments where you do literally walk hand in hand one hand in faith one hand with heartache and and it's not a question of either. It's just the reality of living and, and believing and going together. And I know I know a lot of you know what I'm talking about. You've been there. You've done that, especially this year. My gosh, 2020 has not been. Ooh, I've, I've, I just, you know, if you could erase something from the history books, this year would be the year. But, and that's where Hebrews, uh, excuse me, Revelation chapter 12 comes in. See, in the midst of this book, you see, you thought, well, what are you talking about today? Well, I will talk about heartache and and faith and how they come together and i want to do that based on my my reading this morning from from revelation chapter 12 uh, please tell me you've read that chapter if not uh please do so as if you don't uh what we are writing will not make sense in fact i'll tell you what let's do this let me go back and just let me read that chapter to you you've got time don't you you got time shake your head yeah shake your head okay most of you have time okay here we go and there appeared a great wonder in heaven a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she, being with child, cried, travailing in birth, in pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head, and his tail drew <coughs> the third part of the stars of heaven, and did not cast them to the earth, and did cast them to the earth, excuse me. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered. For to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up into God and into his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God. And they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought in his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, and he cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accursed them before our God day and night. And they overcame by him the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the seal 
for the, of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Uh, when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness into her place, where she's nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth, and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, there are <laughs> there are so many things in that chapter. And if you think we're fixing to describe all of them, well, you're wrong. Uh, that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is dealing with walking hand in hand with faith and heartbreak. And we do that from time to time. And the things we see here in this chapter remind us, listen, there are times, there are days where... <laughs> You just can't understand it all. You can't explain it all. You, you can't really grasp it all. But because of your faith, you go through it. And even in the heartbreak, you keep on moving. Look, let's go back and think a moment about that chapter. Just to name a few things, not all things, but just to name a few things that are found there. There is, the Bible says, wonder in heaven. Now, remember, uh, like I said, we're not going to spend a lot of time explaining everything here. That's not we're doing a study uh, that we're sharing on my story on, on our Facebook page. And so you can catch that there. You come to DK Ministries and become a member there if you want to hear that discussion. That's where we're going to discuss in detail these things. But we're looking for a thought for the day. And and as we and we scramble to put this together and kind of get that thought kind of firmed up in our mind, we have to go back and remind ourselves in this chapter, there's wonder in heaven, amazement, people looking and trying to get it all worked out. Uh, I don't know. The Bible doesn't say, so I don't want to attach a word to it that's... Um, not correct, but uh, to me, as I read it, 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 there was a word that you don't really find a lot anymore. Uh, people talk about it. I don't know. Maybe it's because people get offended now so easy. Uh, but they were, to me, they were dumbfounded. Like, man, what in the world is happening? What is going on here? What do we say? What do we think? There's this wonder in heaven. What's what? What else could happen? And all these things. Remember. John, in, in Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, was called up to heaven to see things which must uh, shortly come to pass, and he begins to see in all these things, and he's got to figure out, well, where, where, where do they place on the timeline, and what happens, and where does it go, and and then you get here, and you read this stuff, and you realize, well, wait a second, this must be a glimpse back, or, or, or at least partial glimpse back, maybe some of a glimpse forward, maybe even uh, some uh, right now, right here, and so there's all these things, well, wonder in heaven, days that are numbered. And you go back and you realize, man, you know, there's a numbering of the days there. There's a peril that is beyond description or understanding at first glance. Go back and, and see. <laughs> I'm not going to go back and read it uh, to you. But, man, the clothing. Ah, oh, this is something. There's war in heaven. Now think about that phrase. There's war in heaven. Uh, that symbolizes or reminds us or leads us to believe that there is both a past, a present, and a future aspect to what we're told here. No doubt about that. There is war in heaven. And you see that and you hear that and you go, oh my gosh. Well, there's also knowledge that Satan has, that he has a short time. Now this is a, uh, his time is short. This is an amazing thing. All, all, all we go through and all that happens and all we see here. And 
in the midst of that, Satan knows is you know he, he's not going to win. He's not the victor, and he has a short time to do what he's going to do. And his days are numbered. His time, his time as being able to rack havoc is numbered and to be over. But he still, and I guess hate goes this way. He still wants to do everything he can to bring havoc. Now I don't care where you stand politically this morning. I'm just going to use an illustration. Uh, there was a Supreme Court justice die a couple of days ago. Now I have to be honest because I don't want to. I don't want to pretend. I've disagreed with most of the things I've read that she ruled on, and, and most of the things I think she ruled in favor of are things that have hurt and harmed our country. Percentage wise, may not be most, but a lot of what she done. Let me say that. Not agreed with her, but she is a she is an individual who was created in the image of God, and she too, like you and I and everybody else, was fearfully and wonderfully made. And while I disagreed with her, uh, philosophically and legally, often. Uh, she was a human being and 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 deserved deserves people to uh, to pay respect, as the phrase goes. Well, as soon as she died, an argument began. Uh, the side that she often sided with, and usually sided with, and and probably at least ninety five, ninety eight, ninety nine percent, maybe a hundred percent. I don't know if anybody ever was in it. Hundred percent. But the side that she normally oh, they instantly started on. Well, she can't be replaced. So there's new election, a new president, and pretending that uh, the current president doesn't have any power that he has to wait to the new president. Now, look, I don't know who's going to win the election. This isn't a, a political thing. But it reminds us, it illustrates to us what we see here in heaven. There is hate, real hate. And 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 from her side, even though she said herself in an interview that's on tape and people see it, that the president of the United States still has to be president till the day he leaves office, basically. And, and, and it is his job to nominate someone uh, to fill the vacancy. As we learned last time this happened, they don't have to, the Senate, you know, Senate also has that freedom to do, but wow, man, that hate, the threats that have come out, a uh, political party and political members who are threatening, uh, once again, uh, violence, disturbance in the land, and they are, they've said that, go back, look it up, don't take my word, if if President Trump, happens to be the president now, uh, nominates someone to take this lady's place. Well, you know what? we got to get beyond that. There's got to be some civility, and, and a lot of people are saying, well, we should let, uh, we should wait, see who wins the election, and then we can let the president-elect, they think it'd be Joe Biden, gosh, I don't even want to talk about that. Um, well, the Constitution says nowhere that the president-elect has power. The president is president till the new guy takes office. And this is one of his duties. Well, you say, Brother Danny, what's that got to do with this? It just it just goes to show there's turmoil. And and, and, and in that turmoil, there's hate. And you see, and you got to be very careful here, because I'm not equating the hate that we see on these people who hate the president and hate a lot of things about our nation. I'm not equating them with satanic stuff, okay? So someone tells you I did that, they're lying, or they missed the point, they didn't listen. What I'm telling you is hate is that way, it's uncontrollable, uh, and it just continues to grow. And if we don't rein it in, I'm just telling you, ooh, uh, how's it going to say, mama don't like ugly? But mama sees ugly if we let hate take over. And, uh, you know, if we see this, this country of ours is going to see a lot of hate if we don't stop what we're doing and act like we should act. You say, oh, wait a minute now. Those are political points you're making. No, it's not. You can't tell me it's a political point to remind you that hate is ruining this country, uh, that the things are being, being spilled out and spewed out from so many people. And yes, there are people on both sides who miss the point. There are people on both sides who act wrong, it, but the vast majority of them are uh, agreeing with this uh, movement to 
do whatever it takes to keep President Trump from nominating a new uh, Supreme Court justice. And that's also both sides. A couple of Republicans have kind of come out and made comments. And, of course, they do the same thing. So hate is visible. And what we're dealing with here in this book, in this chapter, Revelation chapter 12, is the hate of Satan. And he will not stop. It doesn't matter. And that's my point. That's the parallel from the illustration in case you missed it. In case you missed it. If we let hate ruin and rule our life, there is no boundary. It will slip into everything else. It will become bitterness. And if you don't see that today in our country, you're not looking. Maybe you're not, you know, maybe you're not, you know, uh, watching the right newscast. Maybe you're watching these who only show, quote unquote, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. I just saw a herd of deer cross in front. I'm so sorry. I'm not redoing this. You just got to take that. Uh, but there's like six deer. Mama's dad, just six deer just crossed right in front of my window uh, here, right in our right in our place. It was awesome. Uh, boy, I talked to Kathy again and tell her what I saw. She is going to be unhappy she she missed that but anyway i'm so sorry but we're already like 13 minutes in this i can't before i had to start over once so when i go to that don't panic <laughs> i saw the deer jeremy if you're listening today overlook that <laughs> oh gosh here we go all right there's more book bubble let me just, let me just pick up here uh let me get my thoughts together there's more bubble gum here they can be chewed at a daily thought. Unless, of course, you read the whole chapter. And in that reading, you come across verse 11, where we are told, and they, meaning those who are connected with the woman who gives birth, meaning those who are faithful, even when there's heartbreak, and they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. And, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives to the death, therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and Ye that dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the seal, <coughs> over the sea, excuse me. For the devil has come down unto you having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Get the first part of that passage. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Listen, I don't know what you're going through. I, I, I don't know what's happening in your life. Maybe your life's not at all like ours. Maybe you haven't had to say goodbye to people you love and care for and and realize that people you love and care for hurt and grieve and realize you don't have the words to take that away and, and you do your best to walk with them. Maybe that's not happening to you. Maybe in the pandemic, maybe, you're, maybe your finances have multiplied. I hope so. <laughs> it's not been the case for many. It's certainly been the case for us, but maybe yours has. Maybe maybe somehow your your finances have multiplied. Your, all, the, all the joys of life that people would like to have have just, just overflowed. If so, then today's probably not for you. But if you've walked a path that we have walked, like many people I know have walked, you've said goodbye to folks you love. Some, some's leavings have nothing to do with the, the virus, as we call it a lot of times. It has to do with other things. It has to do with there's a time to die, what the Bible says. But in, the, in that, that means it's time to hurt and it's time to grieve. And you go, well, how do we, how do we handle when faith and heartache hold, each have, have a hold of a hand? How do we handle that? Well, it's easy. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. That's the message there. That's the message for today. Listen, you want victory? You come to Christ. You want victory? You live in Jesus. You want victory? Trust Jesus. You want victory? Walk the walk you have to walk, knowing that there's heartache sometimes, but there's always faith that stabilizes you. 
If you're grieving today, if you're hurting, or you know people who do, I pray for you. Come back and read this chapter again and read these words again. And they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb. You want victory over the things Satan's throwing at you? You want, you want to know what it's like to be successful against the things that Satan's throwing at you? Overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Listen, I am glad you listened today. and I did not want to stress this one out. I didn't want you to miss. Today is the day to overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We thank Him for the blood that's been shed for us. And yes, there is only one Lamb that is called the Lamb. And He is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because He was our sacrifice for our sins. Our price has been paid that we might have a life here and now on earth without sin, burdening us down and keeping us down. And we might have eternity with him. I hope you're ready for it. I hope you're there. They overcame. We overcome by the blood of the lamb. And the word, don't forget that, of their testimony. The other day I was in a a business. And I've seen this t-shirt in a lot of places. I had not seen it uh, on a cap before. And and, and and the words are, not today, Satan, with an explanation point, if I'm not, not mistaken. Where this lady's working in a, in a in a place that changes oil in vehicles, really. They do other things, too, but that's what I go there for. You say, you don't change your own oil? Well, no, I don't, because uh, first off, I drive a lot, and that's, it seems like that's all I'd be doing. And secondly, I can't get my hands a lot of times up into the filter, and I don't have the tools for it and all that other stuff. And and so, no, I don't. I haven't for a long time, because as, as often as I do, you pay more money. Well, maybe. But you know what? I'd rather it be done right, and it doesn't take them as long as it takes me. So there you go. So anyway, uh, now if you got something other to say about it, okay, send me cards and letters and notes, dspreacherman at gmail.com, and tell me how horrible I am that I'll change my own oil. <sighs> but anyway, and so I, I go, and, and she, you know, she, it was her turn. She's a customer service person. I guess that's what they call it. But anyway, uh, she's got on the hat, not today, Satan. And, and, you know, so I say, not today, Satan, not any day. Don't let him have peace. Don't have power. Don't have place. And then I come back and I, I read this book and I think of that lady with that hat. And I think about the heartache and I think about the pain and the difficulty of the moment many of us are living in. We are. And I think about our faith that we're both holding our hand. And I look toward the heartache and I say, not today, Satan. Not today. We're going to have victory over this. We're going to miss our loved one and we're going to we're going to grieve because it is part of the process. But not today. We're not going to let you bust our bubble. We're not going to let you upset our apple cart. We're not going to let you bring us down, discourage us, deflate us, uh, deflate us and defeat us. We are going to overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Well, God bless you. I'm glad you're here today. I hope this has been something to you. Let us know. Let us hear from you. Listen, uh, send us an email. DS Preacher Man. Gmail.com, all lowercase, and say, hey, Brother Danny, that was great. Or be honest and say, that wasn't so hot. <laughs> Whatever the truth is, we love to hear from you. Uh, you can find us on, it's my friend, says, the Facebook at DK Ministries. Uh, let us know there. Let us know what you think. Uh, let, let us you know, send you a prayer request. And uh, more than anything else, let us know if you can, if you want to share testimony with us, how you, in the midst of difficulty and heartache, are overcoming by the blood of the Lamb. God bless you. See you next time. Hey, tell some folks, and please listen again. Give me another chance. See you later. God bless you. Hey, guys. Glad you're here today. Listen, um, it is Sunday afternoon, September 20th, and um, I'm going to talk to you a few moments out of the book of Revelation, chapter 11. This is not, though, if you are listening, uh, I've been watching, listening to the podcast. We are the broadcast we've been doing on, on my story out of the book of Revelation. This is not connected to that. 
we will come back and teach on this chapter extensively at some point pretty soon there in our in our broadcast. But in our podcast today, I want to talk to you about this chapter because of something I saw that is completely unrelated to what we'll be talking about when I do this uh, other time. And it has to do with, uh, well, really, like I said, what I see today. Now, I may read this passage tomorrow and I may not see it. I may read it a year from now and may not even get close to it. It is the message that God gave me today, and I want to share it with you. Um, not necessarily a breakdown of Revelation chapter 11. That's what you're looking for. Wrong place to come. Uh, you'll get a little, little bit of that when we do the pot with the broadcast on Facebook there. But, but today, I, I want to read this chapter to you. I hope that you have your copy of God's Word. You can turn to Revelation chapter 11, beginning verse 1. That's one reason we've talked a little bit. Man, how's your week been going? I know it's the first day of the week. Man, I'm telling you. Ah, everything is so, well, it's just, you know, crazy. It's out of, out of joint, out of, out of whack, whatever you want to say. Things happening, things going, play, things going happening, taking place. Went to Walmart today. Oh, Walmart. Uh, and, you know, they've opened the other side now. You can walk around. They've taken up the, the stickers down the aisle. I don't know that they've removed all the six-foot stickers in the store, but uh, they could have just washed, uh, washed. I don't guess they washed the floors, do they? Or they could have just waxed the floors and buffed them and come back and put them up. But today, it was kind of nice to be in there, back in the old Walmart uh, area, where no one was really uh, worried about the arrows and just kind of shopping. I kind of like that. I'm not against the social distancing and all that. Don't get all, you know, <laughs> don't get all panicked. But it was just kind of nice to be able to shop normal. And you know what I noticed? People went running into each other and so confused about where to go and what to do. And so it was nice. But anyway... When I read my Bible reading this morning, Romans chapter, excuse me, Revelation chapter 11, I begin to see something here that, well, I think a lot of people miss. And I want to talk to you about it. It has to do with the power of God. And just this is the way it reads. And there was given me a reed until rod. And the angel said, uh, an angel stood saying, rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and, and, and them that worship therein. But the court, which is without the temple, leave out and measure it not. First given to the Gentiles and the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months. And I'll give you power to my two witnesses, and, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceeded out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. Uh, these have power to shut heaven. Uh, that it that it rained not in the days of prophecy, their prophecy, excuse me, and and have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will, and when they shall have finished their testimony, and the beast that ascendeth over the bottomless pit shall make war against them, and we shall overcome them and kill them, and and their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, uh, where also our Lord was crucified, and they are of people. Kindreds and tongues and nations, and shall see their dead bodies three days and a half. They shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in grave. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry, and shall send gifts to one another, because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. And after three days and a half, the spirit of the of the, the spirit of life from God entered into them, and they stood up on their feet, and great great fear fell upon them which saw them, and they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them. Come hither, and they ascended up to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. Excuse me a moment. And at the same hour there was a great earthquake, and 
a tenth part of the city fell, and in the earthquake of our slaying of men, seven thousand remnant were, fr- were uh, uh, frightened and gave glory uh, uh, to the God of heaven. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe cometh. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders who had sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord, God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee that great power and has reigned. And the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and, and the time of the dead they sh- that they should be judged, and thou shouldest give reward to thy, to thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. And the temple of God was opened in heaven, and there was seen in this temple the ark of his testament, and there were lightnings and voices and thunderings and an earthquake and great hell. And I'm telling you, when you <laughs> when you read that, oh, what, what about this? What about that? What about the other? Well, there are a lot of things here, and when we come back and talk about it in our in our broadcast, our video broadcast, as we go through the book of Revelation, I will touch on those things. But today, I just want to, the thought that came to me today really didn't have a lot to do in some respects. Some of the things we'd like to ask questions about, it had to do with, in every respect with the power of God. Uh, something that was revealed to me, something that uh, we overlook, something that we miss, and that is God's power. And, and I sit down this morning, and I was thinking about as I read this, Man, look at the power of God. Listen, he limited, uh, he empowered, he enabled, he, and he did all things, all these things. Go back and reread it, thinking about where the power of God is displayed here, and you'll be amazed at the things God did. And he did it strictly by his power. He does it by his power and continues to do things by his power. And, and so I thought this morning about his power, and I, I thought about how, how to explain and how to look at it. You know, because sometimes... We want to know, well, why didn't God do this? Why didn't God do that? Why didn't, well, don't know. Deuteronomy 29, 29, the secret things belong to the Lord our God and reveal things belong to us. There will always be things that we'll, we'll wonder, Lord, why, 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 why? All those things. But they don't belong to us. They belong to him. The revealed things, that's what belongs to us. What's been revealed here to me today, for this moment, this day, this hour, whatever you want to say it, is God's great power. I don't know about you, but the last couple of weeks have been really, and they've been, they, they have tested me. They really have. But at the same time, made it through. We've done the things that I needed to do. It was hard to do. And quite frankly, it really <laughs> took a lot bigger part of my, out of me than I thought they would. I don't want to go to detail. If you know anything about our life, you know what we've been doing the last couple of weeks. You understand that. But, I, you know, this also isn't, hey, I want to crawl on your shoulder. It's just, as I look back on it, I noticed, I, I, I realized that I've been able to go through these things and do these things that we've had to do the last few weeks because of God's power. God has, you know, strengthened and provided uh, words of, of comfort, a hope, comfort, but words of, that that I was able to express to people who needed to hear words of comfort and hoping, hoping they brought comfort to them. And as I thought about that, and I thought about this this chapter, I thought about God's power. And I began thinking, Lord, how can I explain, explain to people who don't know, who don't understand what your power is like, uh, not doing a breakdown on this chapter for, for our study book of Revelation, but how can I, in a podcast, talk about your power? How can I do that? Well, I begin to think about God's power this way. Uh, God's power is properly applied in every situation. 
Now, when I say properly applied in every situation, Kathy just walked in. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Kathy. That means we'll double our uh, our listeners today because people love it when Kathy's here. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know. I know. You know, I went, I went to our home church the other day to a funeral, and, and people would tell me, boy, I sure like it when Kathy's on the podcast. Sure like it when Kathy's on the podcast. Sure like it. Not one guy, not one lady ever said, Brother Danny, I really enjoy you on the podcast. Not one, but they all said, <laughs> I am glad to hear Kathy. If you're saying you've cried about that before, well, I have, and I like it. It blesses me, but I'm always glad to have her with me. But anyway, God's power. Baby, go sit down by me a minute. We're going to see. We're going to see. Baby, she might even add to the podcast. That's more look. That would be a blessing. I've talked to her doing some of the broadcast on Wednesdays, but very seldom is she here uh, when we do a podcast. So maybe we'll get some insight today from my beautiful wife. Anyway, here we are. Okay, so God's power. It is properly applied to every situation. Would you agree with that? And I think the key word is properly. In other words, God's not willy-nilly. You know, sometimes we use, like when you're opening a jar, you use the proper amount of force to open it. Because if you don't use enough force, it won't open. And if you use too much force, it'll break. It'll break. We've seen that. We've had, we've had that happen, that experience. And if you've ever gone through the... I don't know if you want to call it a stage of life, transition life, where your where your wrist and fingers aren't what they like used me. to be, <laughs> or what they used to be. It didn't matter how much force you think you have and how much power you you, you do it with. You, you can't do what you used to do, and maybe you pass it along and somebody else does it, and then they do it like there's nothing to it. And that's really frustrating, by the way. That's because uh, we loosened it first. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but. But in, in when it comes to God, that power is properly applied to every situation, just what's needed. Now, when you're what you're thinking is, but God doesn't heal every heart. God doesn't. No, He doesn't. God doesn't solve every problem. No, He doesn't. He could. He does. He, he could, can. He, but He, he doesn't. But solve He everything. does what is proper, and He decides what's proper, what's needed. You know, so years ago, many years ago, I guess I should say, not year years ago. Many years ago, I heard somebody say, God does what is needed to save the soul and to remind the believer he's with them. And sometimes, as Paul said, in our weakness, God's strength is seen. And so I think sometimes that God's power is applied to every situation properly because God is showing himself alive and is showing himself. And at the same time, he wants us to respect who he is and what he does. He doesn't he doesn't want us just to expect him to take care of everything and we do nothing. Um, but every everything that comes, every problem that is, God's power is applied properly. I told you, we've, Kathy and I, we've counted up and we've just done some things the last couple of weeks that has really taken toll. And um, in every one of those situations, I can see where God has properly applied the power that we needed from him to do what needed to be done. All right, that's number two. We, we need to move on. It's already almost 12 minutes, so we need to move on. Uh, God's power is openly displayed in the great and grand acts of God, as well as the purely graceful ones. Man, lately, Kathy and I have seen several rainbows, beautiful rainbows. Well, God's power displayed might in that act. And I know, you can go get a scientist. You can explain this, that, and the other. I'll be We're going <laughs> to... I did something like that yesterday somewhere, so I guess that was on my mind. But I appreciate the science, but really, that is a work of God. And God God shows us, and you say, why do you think it's a work of God? Because he said it was in the, in the book of Genesis. Uh, it's a promise that we're not going to be destroyed uh, by flood. You go back, look it up, and you know, said there. But the, the, the thing is, the point is, that in those great and grace, grand acts of God, we see his power openly displayed. 
and yet in those purely graceful ones we see displayed as well. I saw a minute ago a picture of a guy that I don't know a lot about, but I know he, he's gotten saved. He served the Lord. He lived a rough life. He did he did a lot of, you know, things that, well, they're sin. He had led a sinful lifestyle. Who hadn't and at one time? But now he has been saved. Uh, uh, he is, and he's living for Jesus. He's doing things for the Lord. And every time people see him, they don't they don't see all those great and grand flags. But when they meet him and watch him and, and hear him talk, they understand that grace has covered his sin. And, well... That's a wonderful thing. And so, even though God's power is displayed in those wonderful grand things, in those moments where hearts are hurting and lives are struggling and answers are few, God does exactly what he needs to do, both with his grace and his power and all the other things that we've talked about. Well, we've been even on. Number three, God's power welcomes a sinner who comes home and warns the sinner who refuses to repent. I always think about the prodigal son and the father and how how the father's reaction to the son was the exact opposite of what the son expected. Go back and read the story. You'll see prodigal son. Look it up. You can find the book of Luke 15, I think. That's all I'm going to tell you about that. You can look it up. Come on. Give me a break. So the father... <laughs> Maybe Kathy should not be in here. <laughs> anyway... You know, you know the story. Uh, gosh, if you don't, you should. You better <laughs> get with the program here. But God welcomes sinners who come home. You go back and read that story. God didn't get, didn't read the son the list of things he did wrong. No, he opened his arms. He gave him a robe and a ring and prepared a fine meal and, and restored him. That's what God does. He welcomes the sinner and comes home. But he warns the sinner who refuses to repent. Listen, for the unrepentant sinner, judgment's on the way. For the repentant sinner, grace is here. And so it depends on what you want to find, the grace and the goodness of God. A friend of mine some years ago who's in heaven now, I used to always say, there I go except for the grace of God. And every time he'd see somebody who was struggling or sinning or whatever whatever adjective you want to describe it, but it was clear they were not living for the Lord, he would say, and, and there I go except for the grace of God. I know he heard that somewhere. I've read where other people have said that. But he meant it when he said it. He meant it when he talked about it because he realized there was a time in his life where his life changed because of the power and the blood of Christ. And and so he realized that God had welcomed him home when, well, God could have done something else. I suppose he is God. He's free to do what he wants to do. But he has chosen to welcome the sinner who comes home. God's power, we better move on. God's power enlightens those who believe and encourages those who look for signs of his presence. I am telling you, if you come to belief, you're going to find some things that are just brightened and come clear because of the power of God. As he enlightens your mind, he shows you things that you've overlooked before. You can, and I've done this, you can uh, look at a look at a critter, any kind of critter, and see the magnificence of God in the creation. But then you can look closer at that critter. You can see, yeah, we usually have hummingbirds around. There's none right now, uh, clearly, when I could use them. But I think about them, uh, I, I think about a caterpillar that becomes a butterfly. There you go. Well, they're beautiful. In fact, I, I, you see the grace of God there, a transformation. They, they were one thing and they become another. That is God's power. And, and I'm enlightened every time I look at that. And I realize, man, except for God, he's still a caterpillar. But because of God, he becomes a butterfly. That's right. Thankful for that. I'm glad Kathy's here, by the way. Uh, God's power raises us up. Even though the world tries to knock us down, well, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it in clear. 
The world's always, I don't, I, I, maybe you live to, maybe you live to a certain age and the world quits, but I hadn't got there yet. And people say I'm old. So I, don't know. <laughs> I, I hadn't got, I hadn't got to the place where Satan lets it go and moves on. He still tries to upset my, upset my apple cart every day. It seems like, but God's power always raises it up. And, you know, Kathy and I talk about from time to time, sometimes we're, we wonder how we're going to get it where we're supposed to get and do everything we're supposed to do. And, and yet we get it done. The other day we had had a lot going on and had a lot of travel involved and, and doing different things. And I thought, man, when are we going to get home? Not only we get home in time, our own time, I guess, but we got to go to bed a little earlier than the normal. And all that's possible because of what God does and how God blesses. Say, so Brother Dan, you see the simple things of life and you see the power of God. Yeah, don't you? I mean, don't you? God's involved in everything. And I think every believer that has you know, that has awakened to the presence of God, looks every day and sees the power of God and things that a lot of people overlook. But all of this, whether you like it or not, accept it or not, reminds us that God's power is unequaled. Oh, there's nothing to it. And and, and not only is it unequaled, it's unquestioned. Uh, today, when we got to church in South Macomb, we have for the last, I don't know, I forget, I'm terrible with time, five or six weeks, been using a video projector. And... Um, it was one the church has had for a long time up there, what used for a while. And, and and Kathy and some others kind of helped get it working, get it going. And we've used it now probably about a month, right? Longer than that. Oh, two months. months. I'm bad. I am bad. If you don't know this yet, I'm bad with time. But anyway, so today we get there and turn it on, and the dadgum thing is flipped upside down. I don't know how I did that, but now everything. Upside down and backwards. Upside down and backwards. And so uh, trying to figure out, and, and somebody suggested, as far as I know, they're right, that there was possible power surge, and, and in the middle of the power surge, it hit the uh, they hit the projector and turned it around. I, maybe that's right. I don't know. I know this, or a lot of people looked at it, they couldn't figure it out. Well, I don't question so much when I see things turned around in my life or different than I thought they would be when I see the hand of God in it. When I understand that, uh, that you know, things have happened and let us go to places we didn't plan on going or do things we didn't plan on doing, or before we planned on doing them, or however it goes. And I see that it was God's leadership and God's directions unquestioned. Kathy and I, for nine plus months now, have been at South Pecone Baptist Church serving as in a great place. We love it. It's really, really a nice place for us to uh, uh, to be there. Kathy says 10 months now? 10 plus. 10 plus, okay. September, January, February, March, April, May, okay. June, July. Well, we're trying August. to do our math here, but I think I guess it's... you're right. September. <laughs> Hey, did you hear that? Did you hear? <laughs> say that. Say that. Now that is something I'll get to hear. <laughs> I don't know what I'll see. October. Oh gosh! I hope we have our biggest listenership ever. Because <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> no, it wasn't your mistake. You said I was right. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm sorry. That rarely Excuse me. Yes, that really, really, really <laughs> Okay, so it's for the second time in 44 years I've been right. The first time was I'm here. So I've been right twice. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, the power of God is unequaled and it's unquestioned. I mean, you just can't question it. I mean, it's there. It's, it's visible. And, uh, with the projector to get back, let me finish my illustration. We've got to figure out how to fix that. I don't know that we'll ever answer the question what happened just don't know we have guesses and we'll think about things but the truth is whatever happened we'll just have to find a way to fix it when God does something when God's power moves in and changes something no sense questioning it just respond to it go on so God's power is unequal unquestioned and undeniable 
you know and you see when God moves. Kathy and I are sitting today in, in the back room looking out our, well, looking out toward the back of our house to what my grandfather used to call the pasture and what was part of the cotton field. And as I look out there, there are a lot of things that are normally out there, all kinds of birds and animals and, and different things. But today, what I see is the wind. So, well, how do you see the wind? I see the limbs of the trees moving and it's undeniable there's wind out there. I can't always, I can't see it. I can't say, well, there goes the wind, there goes the wind. But when I look, Kathy, when you look, don't you see the wind? Yep, the wind's blowing. No way to deny it. Power of God is that way. Once God works, once you see God do something, you can't deny it. Well, I've enjoyed it. I'm glad it's getting time for us to go. I'm glad you tuned in today. I hope it was worthwhile. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you think about the power of God the next time you think about what has happened in your life, how things have worked out, and how things are happening. And yes, by the way, why well, it's not going right if you have sin in your life because the power of God is calling you back home and say, hey, hey, let's get this straight. Well, listen, we love you. We're praying for you. I hope that you'll listen to the podcast and the broadcast. The broadcasts are on our, on our Facebook page. They stay there about 24 hours. Uh, we're doing through the book of Revelation now. And then our podcast. We try to do several of these a week. On Wednesdays, a special treat. Kathy is with us from the start. We try to get her to learn a song and sing it for her. <laughs> uh, we haven't done one last week. We'll try to do one this week. However... For those who say, well, don't you sing with her, you don't want that. So just <laughs> he has a nice voice. forget that, forget that. But anyway, don't forget about the unequaled, the unquestioned, and the undeniable power of God. Praying for you. God bless. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all lowercase. DK Ministries, all is my friend says, the Facebook, DK Ministries. Hey, let us know if you have a prayer request or a question. Let us know what you think of these podcasts and broadcasts. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next time. Man, I'm glad you are here. I'm glad we're getting to talk this morning. <laughs> it's, uh, what's your day been like so far? Listen, it's about, uh, well, it's almost 10 minutes after 8. and Been up for a while and read Revelation 13 today. That was in my Bible reading, daily Bible reading. I uh, used to make those available and uh, kind of stopped doing that because I'd send them out to people who request them. Got some to do that. But uh, toward this time of the year, we slow down a little bit. We, we'll read the whole Bible through when the year's over. But a parts of the year, we we do we read more of it. And, but this part of the year, we kind of slow down, especially uh, because of the book of Revelation. We want to take it slower. Uh, we want to be able to read the whole book and... Uh, and think about it. Think about a great deal of what we read. And so we take it slower. So if you have your copy of God's Word, if you're able to get it out, if you'll turn to Revelation chapter 13, verse 1. Um, this morning, as I was reading, man, I'm going to tell you, um, my mind was going crazy. I, I don't know about you, but uh, there's a lot going on. I get to vote today for <laughs> the first time as a resident of Mississippi. I know it's not really a primary election. It's a special election held to replace a a state senator, I believe, as I understand, who who resigned uh, their position to take another better-paying job or something. And, and so they have to fill the position, and apparently it could wait till November. I don't know why. Uh, but I'm kind of glad they're doing it in a way and give us a chance to vote somewhere we've never voted for in a state we've never voted in. I've never voted anywhere with the state of Louisiana. And there I've always had to show my driver's license and my uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> my voter's registration stuff, things like that. In fact, I had to laugh. We lived in Kentwood 28 years pastor of the church right across the street from the school where the voters registration, where the, where the, the polling booth is, where you vote. And uh, 
I'd laugh, walk in, it'd be, you know, Kathy and I used to go together and they'd be half a dozen, hey, Brother Danny, hey, Miss Kathy. And they'd get ready to uh, sign the book and vote. And, and the same person that told me, hey, one of the people told me, hey, we're to come in, but always look at my driver's license. Like, really? Well, I appreciate that. So many crazy things going on today in America, voting. Uh, voting is, a, is, is something that we should take serious and it's a privilege. To do so, I don't know. We're trying to make it so easy now. I'm beginning to wonder. We're just we're just making our elections where they don't count, mailing in ballots here, there. People not have to go vote that kind of stuff. Not have to go to the polls. They they do it for like well, there there are places that are now voting in the presidential election uh, now, and it, election days are until not November third. So it's kind of crazy what we're doing. But there are a lot of things that are crazy in our world today. But I'm looking forward to voting, casting a vote. In Mississippi, and you say, well, how'd you decide who to vote for? I said, you don't need anybody. Well, I did what any any uh, smart person would do. I called I called my <laughs> my good friend Larry. <laughs> I love Larry and his family. I'm actually kin, kin to them somehow, and I don't know, second cousin, third cousin. I know how I'm kin to them, but uh, the cousin counting thing, I, I have trouble with it. And I'm always like a, a, a cousin off, like I say second cousin to people. No, that's your third cousin, and your second cousin. I don't know what it is. But anyway. We're kidding. We're related with a family. And Larry is uh, is just a great guy. I love Larry. And he knows a lot about a lot of things. And so he helped me understand what tomorrow, today's election is. And when I called him yesterday, he didn't know, you know, every, he wasn't on top of boards he liked me. So he called somebody he knew that keeps up with things and called me back and said, hey, here's the deal. This is what happened. Here's you can, you know, all that. And say, so, well, I'm looking forward to voting. You say, brother, Danny, you spent a lot of time talking about things that don't matter to us. Well, that's that's OK. You, you'll survive. Uh, I just wanted to bring some levity uh, in or, or kind of a thing. Uh, for those yesterday who listened, I want to apologize. I went back and listened to when the deer came across <laughs> in, my, in the backyard. I let Kathy hear, and she just bust out laughing. And I thought, well, I probably should have. Maybe I should have, even though it was like 13 or 14 minutes into the podcast. Maybe I should have redone that. Uh, but I didn't. But anyway, here we go. Now, I have given you time to find Revelation chapter 13. By the way, uh, this podcast this podcast is being put out on Anchor. It'll be uh, available uh, also on Facebook. But I would recommend suggest if you're interested in really hearing good quality, go to go to Anchor. Uh, they that's where we record the broadcast. There's also where the library is goes all the way back to where we begin uh, sometime in March. I forget how many it's in the '60s, maybe close to 70 of them now. Uh, <laughs> the first one <laughs> got to begin somewhere. That's where I titled it. But anyway. Also, the podcasts are available on a number of other sites. Uh, I used to try to name them. Uh, I, I don't even know if they're still available. I don't send you notices. I assume that they are. But go go where, um, you know, you listen to podcasts if you can find it. DK Ministries, Proclaiming the Word. Uh, Danny Smith, you look it up that way. A lot of places are available. Uh, a friend of mine, Jeremy, uh, who uh, took the time to put details on how he gets it. Another friend of mine, Cindy. Uh, who listens, both these guys listen a lot. And uh, <sighs> so if you know, if you know them too, uh, Cindy and Jeremy, don't, don't, don't ask if I've helped their spiritual growth. I don't know that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Those are, they, those are great friends and supporters. Uh, but anyway, uh, they both listen and Cindy listens a lot of times to the podcast rather than, you know, on the Facebook because of the Facebook sometimes. And I had this problem yesterday getting hung up. Well, I think Kathy and I, as we sat on the porch watching the rain, uh, listening to the moment when the deer came across the field and my response to it, I think we figured out a lot of my problem is is that I have other things that, I have music that won't turn off, apparently, for whatever reason, and sometimes it cuts out the tape. But 
whatever, whatever the reason. Uh, I know that they're available on Spotify, the podcast, or they're, they're available at Anchor. I, I hope and pray that you listen to them, recommend to anybody and everybody, free of charge. If anybody ever charges you for this, that's not something we're aware of. Let us know. But they're free of charge. We're not trying to sell you something. As I always say, we're trying to give you something, mainly a thought for the day, usually. Now, the podcast, that's a focus down. The broadcast, we are studying the book of Revelation. We're taking it a little slower. You say, well, you're in Revelation today. Yeah, but this is just kind of a daily thought. It's not really an interpretation book of Revelation. It's just kind of a thought of what, I, of what the Lord spoke to me today. We're going to share that. So a lot of things going on, a lot of, ha- a lot of things happening. I hope that you will continue to listen and continue to uh, take part. Let us know. Now, let me go ahead and give you the address. So why are you doing all this today? Because it's brought to my attention, I hadn't been doing a good job of letting you know where to find the podcast or, or the broadcast. I'm not letting you know uh, what our addresses were and all that. And hey, trying to be better. Try. <laughs> I'm not going to use the word professional. <laughs> I'm trying to do better. And we do thank you for listening and for telling folks. And had someone the other day, or, uh, another, another good friend of ours who uh, doesn't want to be named because as soon as I name her name, she says, people know me. <laughs> they know that. She said, uh, basically, she said, well, you know, there's a lot of Cindy's and there's a lot of, a lot of Jeremy's not in our life, but apparently she thinks there are. And so she kind of didn't want us to say her name. So I know, but she's very faithful and post them and uh, she'll never know how much I love and appreciate her as well as I, as I do these other two. They've all helped me grow with the things they've, they've said and done. Okay, here we go. Revelation chapter 13. Now, if you don't have it now, I'm pretty sure that you, you, you have no intention of getting it. So if, that, if that's the truth, then uh, there's no sense stalling anymore. And so we're going to read Revelation 13, and we're going to go through it together. And then we're going to read it in uh, the King James Version. Uh, I don't know why that came up. Let me see. Well, I'll just read it here, the King James Version, which will be different uh, than often read. I usually read New King James, so it might be a little different. Anyway, and I stood upon the sea of the sand and saw a beast rise up out of the sea. That's Revelation 13, 1. Having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his ten crowns, and upon his heads were the name of blasphemy, and the, and the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet as were the feet of a bear, and his mouth the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the wonderful, uh, all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. They worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, uh, who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him uh, to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And, and power was given with him over all kindreds and tongues and nations and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of the life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with a sword must be killed with a sword. And, and here is the patience and faith of the saints. And I beheld another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two horns, like a lamb, and spake as a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and, and causeth the earth, and, and them which dwell therein, to worship the first beast, whose, whose deadly wound was healed, 
and he doth great wonders so that he maketh fire cometh down from heaven and of the earth in the sight of men. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the bees, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the bees which had the wound by by sword and, and did, ha- did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause, that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And, and he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive and mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, uh, save that he had the mark of the name of the beast and the name of his, uh, or the number of his. Here's wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for its number of a man and his number six hundred three score and six. And obviously that is where we get the number six, six, six. Okay, now let me take just a uh, sip here because there's a lot, of re- uh, a lot of reading. Hold on, let's see if we can get a thought for the day together. Ah, thanks for your patience. Listen, only 15 people tuned out. <laughs> okay, here we go. The question is, who's like the beast? And his number is 666. It's amazing when you read this book, as we read it now, namely slowly and purposely, you discover that many te- television shows and movies and, and daily adventures uh, follow the script of this book. Yes, I said that right. If you look at what happens, um, we see over and over again the reality of this book being lived out. Every time we look up or turn around, there seems to be some new evil that is praised, followed, pursued, and and believed. And then it comes back to bite those who walk away from the right path to get on the path with this new dragon or this new beast. Echoes of who is like the beast can be heard and seen and times felt as people rush headfirst into these things that disappoint, destroy, and the lives of those who willingly follow and those who get in the way. Yes, along the way uh, of the of the new dragon or the new beast, there's followed the same broken promises and devastated lands. And eventually a search for, for another beast or another dragon, one that will fulfill the desires of those who spend their time chasing this newer dragon and walking in his direction comes with a wide highway, which is, well, littered on the side with the destroyed and damaged things of the past. And yet people still line up on the side of the road asking who is like the beast. And in the midst of that, there are those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. They're referred to in this chapter. We mentioned them. And while they do suffer along with the world, the chasing of the latest dragon, well, their end's not futile and their departure's not in vain. As of the old song says that many no longer sing, they have a home in glory land that outshines the sun. The difference is they made a choice. They made a choice not to chase the new dragon and the new beast, but to walk through the world with a new life. Today I'm thankful and hope and pray that you are walking with the Lamb. Rather than chasing the latest dragon, I hope that instead of seeing things ruined and devastated, you're finding peace and contentment in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There are many today in many parts of America who in many ways are following the latest dragon. They tell you what lives matter. 
They tell you that they're here for safety and peace and protection of people, and yet they burn down their cities, destroy their places of work and their homes, and and do their very best to stand at times in the highway so traffic can't pass. Oh, they are given lots of names by the news media. Peaceful protesters, I'm not exactly sure how you can say peaceful protesters when the total damage done in some of the cities that are being wrecked almost every day is, well, it's in the hundreds of millions of dollars already. Doesn't sound like very much peace to me. And yet we find people following this new beast. We find people protecting the beast and trying to find people, this new one that they have here, trying to find uh, ways to uh, force people to sing into their praises and follow along without causing trouble. Athletes are, 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 taking, uh, are, are taking names of, of people uh, that the, beast, the new beast has determined is who we should follow and glorifying them, even though most of the time when you read the stories and look at the history, they shouldn't have been glorified. Many of them are little more than petty criminals, and some of them, well, pretty serious criminality in their, in their past and background, and many of them, in the moment that made them quote-unquote famous, they were in the midst of committing a crime. Athletes are telling us what to think and how to believe. A several one NASCAR driver is changing his team and going to another one. I think he'd probably done enough damage, it looks like, it sounds like. I'm not a NASCAR fan, but for what I read and saw, it sounded like he'd done enough damage to the team he's with, and now he's moving on to greener pastures. Uh, another dragon, another beast, one that he's following. You say, Brother Danny, that's horrible, it's terrible. No, I'm just telling you, the world will always follow the latest beast. But in the midst of that, in the midst of the chaos and complexity of those who so quickly follow the new division. We see it now with the with the death of Supreme Court justice of so many coming out with declarations of this and that have nothing to do with our Constitution or our way of life, but forcing their way, forcing their plan, forcing their thoughts into our political world. I do, I do not know who may or may not be nominated to Replace that Supreme Court justice, but I do know this. Those who are saying she should not be replaced have no business saying that. They've replaced Supreme Court justices in the past. You have a president who has that task and that responsibility, and he needs to do his job. Now, what Congress does is up to Congress. They also need to do their job, but if they decide not to act upon it, they can. But the president needs to do his job, his constitutional job. Oh, the beast of the day don't like that. No, I'm not saying they're satanic. But I'm telling you, the script follows what we see in the book of Revelation. Whether we are watching it on TV or watching it play out in real life, in real time, before our eyes. He said, well, Brother Danny, what are you saying today? I'm saying this. I am thankful that even in the book of Revelation, we find those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. A number for the beast is identified. I don't know that we need his number to recognize him or to see his his influence on the world. I don't know that we need to stop and, and examine everything the latest revelation of evil brings to us. But I do know this. In the midst of a world following after dragon after dragon, beast after beast, 
following every new evil thought that comes around, there is those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. There is a video company who has made a, I'm not sure if it's a movie or a, a TV series, basically about young children. And they've exploited the sexuality of these children. I'm not going to give you the name because you haven't heard about it. I don't, I don't want you to look it up. A former president of the United States has a big deal with this company, a president who often speaks and tells us, you know, that we're not right, we're not good, we're, we're, we're mean and racist and all these things. And yet, when someone asked, Mr. President, how do you feel about this company you have such a big contract with making these kind of shows about children, there's been silence. Well, I know this. The presence of the beast is real. The things that we see, well, they happen over, over and over again. Just as TV shows, they change the names and the characters and put them in different places. But if you watch, if you think, and you focus on what's being done, you'll follow the same pattern time and time again. However, this is something they do not show. and This is something they often leave out. There are those. No matter the world they are in, no matter the dragon that's being chased or followed, no matter the beast that is being praised, there are those who had their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And for them, that makes all the difference in the world and in eternity. No longer following the beast and the dragons of the world, but following the Lord of the universe. Today, this day, right now, I just want to ask you a question. Are you living like your name has been written in the book? Or if in reality, when you look at your life, do you look like you're following the beast of the world? Hmm. Well, I hope that meant something to you. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that uh, it gave you something to think about. That's our goal. Uh, if we missed the target there, let us know. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com. I promise you, you email us. We'll read it and send you back and say, you know, you're right. We were wrong. Or, well, this is why we did that. Love to hear from you. You can contact us. <laughs> I always laugh when I say, on the Facebook as a friend of mine says. And um, let us know. Send us your prayer request. We have a prayer request. We have a prayer list that we publish. Let us know. We'd love to include your prayer request. We love you. We're praying for you. Don't forget, dspreacherman, gmail.com, DK Ministries on the Facebook. Oh, by the way, that dspreacherman's all over the case. And yes, you can find us on these podcasts at Anchor and some other places as well. Also, you'll be seeing stuff on, on the Facebook as we post that. They won't match. There'll be different things. We're studying uh, different things at different times, but we just happen to be in the book of Revelation right now in both places. Now, we will finish five or six days now on our thought for the day in the book of Revelation and go another place. We will probably be on the broadcast, book of Revelation, for a while. So if you're interested, look us up, uh, DK Ministries, and you, know, you should be able to find uh, where it's posted in the Your Story part. God bless you. We love you. Praying for you. Let us hear from you. Hey, by the way, let others know where about us. Share with them. Get them involved. Ask them to listen. 
God bless you. Man, I'm glad you are here. I'm glad we're getting to talk this morning. <laughs> it's, uh, what's your day been like so far? Listen, it's about, uh, well, it's almost 10 minutes after 8. and Been up for a while and read Revelation 13 today. That was in my Bible reading, daily Bible reading. I uh, used to make those available and uh, kind of stopped doing that. because I'd send them out to people who request them. Got someone to do that, but... Uh, toward this time of year, we slow down a little bit. We, we'll read the whole Bible through when the year's over, but up parts of the year, we, we do, we read more of it. And, but this part of the year, we kind of slow down, especially, uh, because of the book of Revelation. We want to take it slower. Uh, we want to be able to read the whole book and, uh, and think about it. Think about a great deal of what we read. And so we take it slower. So if you have your copy of God's word, if you're able to get it out, if you'll turn to Revelation chapter 13, verse one, um, this morning, as I was reading, man, I'm going to tell you, um, my mind was going crazy. I, I don't know about you, but uh, there's a lot going on. I get to vote today for <laughs> the first time as a resident of Mississippi. I know it's not really a primary election. It's a special election held to replace a, a state senator, I believe, as I understand, who who resigned uh, their position to take another better paying job or something. And, and so they have to fill the position and apparently it couldn't wait till November. I don't know why, uh, but I'm kind of glad they're doing it in a way and give us a chance to vote somewhere we've never voted for in a state we've never voted in. I've never voted anywhere with the state of Louisiana. And there I've always had to show my driver's license and my, uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> my voter's registration stuff, things like that. In fact, I had to laugh. We lived in Kentwood 28 years. Pastor of the church right across the street from the school where the voters registration, where the, where the, the polling booth is, where you vote. And uh, <laughs> I'd laugh, walk in, it'd be, you know, Kathy and I used to go together and they'd be half a dozen, hey, Brother Danny, hey, Miss Kathy. And they'd get ready to uh, sign the book and vote. And, and the same person that told me, hey, one of the people told me, hey, what a couple of I'd always look at my driver's license, like, really? Well, I appreciate that. So many crazy things going on today in America voting. Uh, voting is a is is something that we should take serious, and it's a privilege to do so. I don't know. We're trying to make it so easy now. I'm beginning to wonder. We're just we're just making our elections where they don't count, mailing in ballots here, there. People not have to go vote that kind of stuff. Not have to go to the polls. They they do it for like well, there there are places that are now voting in the presidential election uh, now, and the election days are until not November third. So it's kind of crazy what we're doing. But there are a lot of things that are crazy in our world today. But I'm looking forward to voting, casting a vote. In Mississippi, and you say, "Well, how'd you decide who to vote for?" I says, "You don't know anybody." Well, I did what any any uh, smart person would do. I called I called my <laughs> my good friend Larry. <laughs> I love Larry and his family. I'm actually kin kin to them somehow, and I don't know second cousin, third cousin. I know how I'm kin to them, but uh, the cousin counting thing I, I have trouble with it. And I'm always like a, a a cousin off, like I say second cousin to people. No, oh, that's your third cousin, and your second cousin. I don't know what it is, but anyway. We're kin, we're related with family, and Larry is uh, is just a great guy. I love Larry, and he knows a lot about a lot of things, and so he helped me understand what today's election is. And when I called him yesterday, he didn't know, you know, he wasn't on top of boards he liked me, so he called somebody he knew that keeps up with things and called me back and said, hey, here's the deal, this is what happened, here's you can, you know, all that. And say, so, well, I'm looking forward to voting. You say, brother Danny, you spend a lot of time talking about things that don't matter to us. Well, that's, that's okay, you'll, you'll survive. Uh, I just wanted to bring some levity uh, in or, or kind of a thing. Uh, for those yesterday who listened, I want to apologize. I went back and listened to when the deer came across 
<laughs> in the backyard. I let Kathy hear, and she just bust out laughing. And I thought, well, I probably should have. Maybe I should have, even though it was like 13 or 14 minutes into the podcast. Maybe I should have redone that. Uh, but I didn't. But anyway, here we go. Now, I have given you time to find Revelation chapter 13. By the way, uh, this, podcast, this podcast is being put out on Anchor. It'll be uh, available uh, also on Facebook. But I would recommend, suggest, if you're interested in really hearing good quality, go to go to Anchor. Uh, they, that's where we record the broadcast. There's also where the library is. goes all the way back to where we begin uh, sometime in March. I forget how many. It's in the 60s, maybe close to 70 of them now. Uh, the first one, <laughs> got to begin somewhere. That's where I titled it. But anyway, also the podcasts are available on a number of other sites. Uh, I used to try to name them. Uh, I, I don't even know if they're still available. I don't send you notices. I assume that they are, but go, go where, um, you know, you listen to podcasts. If you can find it, DK Ministries proclaiming the word, uh, Danny Smith, you look it up that way. A lot of places are available. Uh, a friend of mine, Jeremy. Uh, who uh, took the time to put details and how he gets it. Another friend of mine, Cindy, uh, who listens, both these guys listen a lot. And uh, <sighs> so if you know, if you know them too, uh, Cindy and Jeremy, don't, don't, don't ask if I've helped their spiritual growth. I don't know that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Those are, they, those are great friends and supporters. Uh, but anyway, uh, they both listen and Cindy listens a lot of times to the podcast rather than, you know, on the Facebook because, the Facebook sometimes, and I had this problem yesterday getting hung up. Well, I think Kathy and I, we sat on the porch watching the rain, uh, <laughs> listening to the moment when the deer came across the field and my response to it. I think we figured out a lot of my problem is, is that I have other things that, I have music that won't turn off, apparently, for whatever reason, and sometimes it cuts out the tape. But whatever, whatever the reason, uh, I know that they're available Spotify, the podcast, or they're, they're available at Anchor. I hope and pray that you listen to them, recommend to anybody and everybody, free of charge. If anybody ever charges you for this, that's not something we're aware of. Let us know. But they're free of charge. We're not trying to sell you something. As I always say, we're trying to give you something, mainly a thought for the day, usually. Now, the podcast, that's a focus down. The broadcast, we are studying the book of Revelation. We're taking it a little slower. You say, well, you're in Revelation today. Yeah, but this is just kind of a daily thought. It's not really an interpretation book of Revelation. Just kind of a thought of what I, of what the Lord spoke to me today. We're going to share that. So a lot of things going on, a lot of ha- a lot of things happening. I hope that you will continue to listen and continue to uh, take part. Let us know. Now let me go ahead and give you the address. So why are you doing all this today? Because it's brought to my attention. I hadn't been doing a good job of letting you know where to find the podcast or or the broadcast. I'm not letting you know uh, what our addresses were and all that. And hey, trying to be better. Try. <laughs> I'm not going to use the word professional. I'm <laughs> trying to do better. And we do thank you for listening and for telling folks. And had someone the other day, or uh, another good friend of ours who uh, doesn't want to be named because as soon as I name her name, she says, people know me. <laughs> they know. She said, uh, basically, she said, well, you know, there's a lot of Cindy's and there's a lot of a lot of Jeremy's, not in our life, but apparently she thinks there are. And so she kind of didn't want us to say her name. So I know, but she's very faithful in post them and, uh, she'll never know how much I love and appreciate her as well as as I do these other two. They've all helped me grow with the things they've they've said and done. Okay, here we go. Revelation chapter thirteen. Now, if you don't have it now, I'm pretty sure that you you, you have no intention of getting it. So if that, if that's the truth, then uh, there's no sense stalling anymore. And so we're going to read Revelation thirteen, and we're going to go through it together, and then we're going to read it in uh, the King James version. 
Uh, I don't know why that came up. Let me see. Well, I'll just read it here, the King James Version, which will be different uh, than often. I usually read New King James, so it might be a little different. Anyway, and I stood upon the sea of the sand and saw a beast rise up out of the sea. That's Revelation 13, 1. Having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his ten crowns, and upon his heads were the name of blasphemy, and the, and the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet as were the feet of a bear, and his mouth the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the wonderful, uh, all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. They worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, uh, who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him uh, to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And, and power was given with him over all kindreds and tongues and nations and all that dwell upon the earth. Y'all worship him, whose names are not written in the book of the life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with a sword must be killed with a sword. And, and here is the patience and faith of the saints. And I beheld another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two horns, like a lamb, and spake as a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and, and causeth the earth, and, and them which dwell therein, to worship the first beast, whose, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doth great wonders, so that he maketh fire cometh down from heaven and of the earth in the sight of men. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by by sword and, and did, ha- did lift. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause, that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And, and he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive and mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, uh, save that he had the mark of the name of the beast and the name of his, uh, or the number of his. Here's wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for its number of a man and his number six hundred three score and six. And obviously that is where we get the number six, six, six. Okay, now let me take just a uh, sip here because there's a lot, of re- uh, a lot of reading. Hold on, let's see if we can get a thought for the day together. Ah, thanks for your patience. Listen, only 15 people tuned out. <laughs> okay, here we go. The question is, who's like the beast? And his number is 666. It's amazing when you read this book, as we read it now, namely slowly and purposely, you discover that many te- television shows and movies and, and daily adventures uh, follow the script of this book. Yes, I said that right. If you look at what happens, um, we see over and over again the reality of this book being lived out. Every time we look up and turn around, there seems to be some new evil that is praised, followed, pursued, and and believed. And then it comes back to bite those who walk away from the right path to get on the path with this new dragon or this new beast. Echoes of who is like the beast can be heard, seen, and times felt as people rush headfirst into these 
things that disappoint, destroy, and the lives of those who willingly follow and those who get in the way. Yes, along the way uh, of, the, of the new dragon or the new beast, there's followed the same broken promises and devastated lands. And eventually a search for, for another beast or another dragon, one that will fulfill the desires of those who spend their time chasing this newer dragon and walking in his direction comes with a wide highway, which is, well, littered on the side with the destroyed and damaged things of the past. And yet people still line up on the side of the road asking, who is like the beast? And in the midst of that, there are those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. They're referred to in this chapter. We mentioned them. And while they do suffer along with the world, the chasing of the latest dragon, well, their end's not futile and their departure's not in vain. As of the old song says that many no longer sing, they have a home in glory land. That outshines the sun. The difference is they made a choice. They made a choice not to chase the new dragon and the new beast, but to walk through the world with a new life. Today I'm thankful and hope and pray that you are walking with the Lamb. Rather than chasing the latest dragon, I hope that instead of seeing things ruined and devastated, you're finding peace and contentment in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There are many today in many parts of America who in many ways are following the latest dragon. They tell you what lives matter. They tell you that they're here for safety and peace and protection of people, and yet they burn down their cities, destroy their places of work and their homes, and, and do their very best to stand at times in the highway so traffic can't pass. Oh, they are given lots of names by the news media. Peaceful protesters. I'm not exactly sure how you can say peaceful protesters when the total damage done in some of the cities that are being wrecked almost every day is, well, it's in the hundreds of millions of dollars already. Doesn't sound like very much peace to me. And yet we find people following this new beast. We find people protecting the beast and trying to find people, this new one that they have here, trying to find uh, ways to uh, force people to sing their praises and follow along without causing trouble. Athletes are, 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 taking, uh, are, are taking names of, of people uh, that the, beast, the new beast has determined is who we should follow and glorify them, even though most of the time when you read the stories and look at the history, they shouldn't have been glorified. Many of them are a little more than petty criminals, and some of them, well, pretty serious criminality in their in their past and background. And many of them, in the moment that made them quote unquote famous, they were in the midst of committing a crime. Athletes are telling us what to think and how to believe. I saw one NASCAR driver is changing his team and going to another one. I think he'd probably done enough damage, it looks like, it sounds like. I'm not a NASCAR fan, but for what I read and saw, it sounded like he'd done enough damage to the team he's with, and now he's moving on to greener pastures, uh, another dragon, another beast, one that he's following. You say, Brother Danny, that's horrible, it's terrible. No, I'm just telling you, the world will always follow the latest beast. But in the midst of that, in the midst of the chaos 
and complexity of those who so quickly follow the new division. We see it now with the with the death of Supreme Court justice of so many coming out with declarations of this and that have nothing to do with our Constitution or our way of life, but forcing their way, forcing their plan, forcing their thoughts into our political world. I, I do not know who may or may not be nominated to replace that Supreme Court justice, but I do know this. Those who are saying she should not be replaced have no business saying that. They've replaced Supreme Court justices in the past. You have a president who has that task and that responsibility, and he needs to do his job. Now, what Congress does is up to Congress. They also need to do their job, but if they decide not to act upon it, they can. But the president needs to do his job, his constitutional job. Oh, the beast of the day don't like that. No, I'm not saying they're satanic. But I'm telling you, the script follows what we see in the book of Revelation. Whether we are watching it on TV or watching it play out in real life, in real time, before our eyes. He said, well, Brother Danny, what are you saying today? I'm saying this. I am thankful that even in the book of Revelation, we find those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. A number for the beast is identified. I don't know that we need his number to recognize him or to see his, his influence on the world. I don't know that we need to stop and, and examine everything the latest revelation of evil brings to us. But I do know this. In the midst of a world following after dragon after dragon, beast after beast, following every new evil thought that comes around, there is those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. There is a video company who has made a, I'm not sure if it's a movie or a, a TV series, basically about young children. And they've exploited the sexuality of these children. I'm not going to give you the name because you haven't heard about it. I don't, I don't want you to look it up. A former president of the United States has a big deal with this company, a president who often speaks and tells us, you know, that we're not right, we're not good, we're, 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 we're mean and racist and all these things. And yet, when someone asked, Mr. President, how do you feel about this company you have such a big contract with making these kind of shows about children, there's been silence. Well, I know this. The presence of the beast is real. The things that we see, well, they happen over, over and over again. Just as TV shows, they change the names and the characters and put them in different places. But if you watch, if you think, and you focus on what's being done, you'll follow the same pattern time and time again. However, this is something they do not show, and this is something they often leave out. There are those. No matter the world they are in, no matter the dragon that's being chased or followed, no matter the beast that is being praised, there are those who had their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And for them, that makes all the difference in the world and in eternity. No longer following the beast and the dragons of the world, but following the Lord of the universe. 
today, this day, right now, I just want to ask you a question. Are you living like your name has been written in the book? Or if in reality, when you look at your life, do you look like you're following the beast of the world? Hmm. Well, I hope that meant something to you. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that uh, it gave you something to think about. That's our goal. Uh, if we missed the target there, let us know. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com. I promise you, you email us. We'll read it and send you back and say, you know, you're right. We were wrong. Or, well, this is why we did that. Love to hear from you. You can contact us. <laughs> you always laugh when I say, on the Facebook, as a friend of mine says. And um, let us know. Send us your prayer request. We have a prayer request. We have a prayer list that we publish. Let us know. We'd love to include your prayer request. We love you. We're praying for you. Don't forget, dspreacherman, gmail.com, DK Ministries on the Facebook. Oh, by the way, that DS Preacher Man's all over the case. And yes, you can find us on these podcasts at Anchor and some other places as well. Also, you'll be seeing stuff on the Facebook as we post that. They won't match. There'll be different things. We're studying uh, different things at different times, but we just happen to be in the book of Revelation right now in both places. Now, we will finish five or six days now on our thought for the day in the book of Revelation and go another place. We will probably be on the broadcast, book of Revelation, for a while. So if you're interested, look us up, uh, DK Ministries, and you you should be able to find uh, where it's posted in the Your Story part. God bless you. We love you. Praying for you. Let us hear from you. Hey, by the way, let others know about us. Share with them. Get them involved. Ask them to listen. God bless you.